give me the placid dawn with plenty of tailing fish and the perfect fly rod yeah. and get ready for some magic. Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. And with that beer pour, you know that it is Tuesday evening here on the Space Coast of Florida, and this is Kayak Fishing Radio. <clears throat> there was much rejoicing. Yay! How's it going, everybody? I am your host, Charles Levi, also known as Redfish Chuck, joined tonight by my illustrious co-host, and brother from another mother. Am I making a bunch of racket right now? I'm oh, trying not to make a bunch of noise. Okay. That better? Anyway. Yeah. Um, Captain Alex Gershke, Local Lions Guide Service. What is up, my friend? What it is. It is. And we're also it joined is. by Mr. James Page. Our side represent. What's going on? That was me making the noise, not you. Oh, okay. Um, nothing. Well, something stuff, but you know, whatever. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, first and foremost, I would just like to say uh, thank you to all of the many brands and manufacturers and people who have supported kayak fishing radio over the last eight years um all of the shows not just my show or our show um but all of the shows and uh we definitely appreciate everybody who has tuned in throughout the years for our little podcast that we like to do and uh you know y'all support throughout the years have meant a ton to me uh, I guess I'm just going to go right on into it and just, you know, dive in head first. Might as well. Didn't really expect to do that kind of an intro. Just kind of happened. Anyway, um, kayak fishing radio has come to kind of a crossroads of sorts. Um, Alex and I have poured our hearts and souls into this podcast for the last bunch of years together. Um, and, uh, we have bigger visions for what we would like to bring to the people, um, things we've been wanting to work on for the last year or so. We just, because life happens and happens to sometimes get in the way, um, we haven't been able to accomplish any of the things that we had once spoke about, um, you guys wouldn't know any of this because, you know, you tune in, you hear the podcast, and then it's over with. But we've been wanting to bring you a better product for quite some time, and we've had a hard time trying to, to pull all that together and make it happen. Um, 
in the in the time of the YouTube subscriber craze, uh, I feel that we haven't diversified enough to kind of catch up. I feel like we're playing catch up, even though uh, in this particular market, the kayak fishing market, I don't think there's, in fact, I, I'd be willing to put money on it. There, there hasn't been anybody who's done a podcast as long running as we have. Um, and has dedicated themselves to the sport as as deeply as the two of us have over the course of time. Um, but sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes it's it's not enough to satisfy. Um, you know, your dreams, your desires, right? Like everyone has a dream. What's your dream? Everyone's got a dream. What's your bucket list fish you want to go catch? What's a, a thing you want to do in life before your time on this on this planet expires? Like everybody has that, you know, some people wanted to be a baseball player and some people became baseball players. Other people just sucked at it. So they had to find something else to do. You know what I mean? Um but you know what is the what is the goal? Is the question that I always ask myself. Like, what is my goal? You know, has my goal been just to just to do this podcast and enjoy uh, speaking to you, you fine folks, over the course of the last eight years, <clears throat> and just be content with that? Or has my goal been to? maybe break some barriers, so to speak, and open some things up to the uh, the industry. Um, or maybe that was just a pipe dream. You know what I mean? Like everybody has in their mind's eye a, a, an idea of what you want to do with yourself or a project. So you have a project that you want to you work on. Could be a car. Could be a bathroom. Could be a boat, Captain Alex. Could be anything. And some folks get through that and are successful in their project, and uh, others become addicted to the project and want to do more. And I think that's where I'm at. I think that uh, I I know I've been at this a long time, and... uh, if you can imagine trying to come up with content weekly for eight years straight to talk about fishing specifically out of a plastic boat that doesn't bore people to tears yet can bring some sort of education to the table, if, if any, and, you know, what, what is it that, why is it that I'm doing it? Why is it that I continue to do it? You know, is it because of the love of the sport? Is it because of the love of the kayak community? You know, and, and when I start questioning myself, when, it, when I ask myself these questions and I start questioning myself, I think it's time to take a step back and take a deep breath and figure some stuff out. Um I, I love kayak fishing, but I'm falling out of love with kayak fishing. And there's a few really good reasons why. 
I don't think I have to get into them. Um, but uh, it bothers me. And I don't want that feeling that I'm having at the moment to affect the quality of what you guys have come to expect with Kayak Fishing Radio and the content, right? I mean, it's not, it's not fair for me to, to uh, just kind of wing it every single week and, you know, sometimes I ramble on, sometimes I don't really say a whole lot, whatever. I just feel like I can... I'm super burnout. Does that make any sense? Did anywhere in that incoherent rambling, (laughs) does that make any sense? Absolutely. No, it's, uh, no, there's, it, it, kayak fishing radio is, is, has over a very long time now served a purpose and, and involved a lot of people. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a heck of a legacy and it's not going anywhere. You know, right, right. Yeah, but, let's, let, yeah. Let's get that. Let's get that out there. That it's not. We're not discontinuing the show. We're not getting rid of kayak fishing radio for the foreseeable future. However, um, it, it's 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 time to to focus. It's time for us to take a little bit of time off, possibly, and really dedicate the time that we would normally spend on the show on the show. Does it make any sense? Not because listen, Alex has a family. I have a family. Alex runs a business. I have a day job. Like, believe it or not, I, we, we don't pay our, we don't pay our bills with kayak fishing radio. That doesn't happen yet. Hopefully. (laughs) Um, but, uh so we we have to we have to be careful too not to take up too much of the personal time that we should be spending with our families in messing with this operation that's a pretty fair way to say it isn't it yeah yeah well i mean there's 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 things that that kayak fishing radio could be, and unless we unless we really take take some time to actually focus on that, it, it's hard to become that, you know. And, right. Uh, exactly. And you know, there's a lot more. I think we have to offer on you know this channel and and this show uh, than then, like you said, just kind of cruising along. So there's yeah. a lot of opportunity yeah. there. And, you know. Yeah, we could, we could, of course, we could kind of standard quo stay the, stay the, the, the route we're going and everything would be hunky-dory because, again, no one would know any different. And I'm not trying to be Debbie, Debbie Downer or nothing like that. It's just, again... You know, when you've been at something for so long and you you know that you have to it, – it's now time, right? Now's the time for us to 
take it to the next level, basically. And I hate saying that. That sounds so stupid. It's just, it's just that we know we can give you a better product. I keep saying that over and over again. And that's the truth of the matter is that, you know, with some focus and some determination, I think that Alex and I could, could bring you guys a much better show that may even reach a further audience than what we're currently reaching, which would be cool. But, and you know, in the meantime, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Listeners, listeners and us alike. Yeah. You got to, uh, sometimes you got to buckle up and take it, take it for a little while to grow. There you go. Yeah. James, what, what, what are your thoughts? Do you need us I think I've always, I think I've always wanted to be, I've always wanted to be a fire truck. I have a goal because want to be a fire, fire truck. trucks, fire trucks are cool. They're red. They have flashing lights, big horns, sirens. They got a cool dog that rides on them and real cool guys and gals work around them. So I've always wanted to be a fire truck and I'm just trying to figure out how to make that happen. Well, that's not going to happen. Hmm. Don't let, I'm not going to let your reality crash my concept, my preconceptions of what I can do with my life. <laughs> James, are you wearing skinny jeans by chance right now? Dude, James hadn't been able to fit in skinny, skinny jeans since the early 80s. I'm just saying. I'm thinking about going hardcore bluegill fishing myself. Since we're bound and determined as people to ruin all the water around everywhere, that maybe bluegill is the salvation. Bluegill and carp. That's what I'm thinking. Bluegill, carp, and tilapia in the southern regions. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. What do y'all think about that? I think it sounds like a great idea. You start stocking the skin with bluegill. Not the fire truck. I think you fire can... truck's a horrible idea. Oh, you well, got a lot more potential a than that. I don't know. Fire trucks are pretty cool. Um, I'm thinking as the lagoons die, you can put carp in them. Carp can live anywhere. Ouch. Just saying. I know. I don't know. You know, it's it's to me. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm looking for, to be honest with you. Like, if we could be completely honest with each other, why not? We might as well be. I mean, you guys listen to us faithfully for so many years, and there's no sense in sugarcoating anything. But what is it, like, exactly that I'm – I don't even know what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Like, from just a couple of weeks ago, I was just, like, in a really foul mood. And a lot of it had to do with the, the crap I constantly see on social media and how badly I wish I could just distance myself from all of that, from all of social media. Just <laughs> blink an eye, 
delete the Facebook page. Blake and I delete the Instagram. You know what I mean? But unfortunately, with the show and trying to promote the kayak fishing community, there's no other way for me to do that than besides this show. But I still have to utilize the social media side of things to promote the show. You know, and uh, I I really feel like um, I really feel like there'll be some sort of gratification for myself in a couple of weeks, in a, in a month or two. You know what I mean? But there might be maybe maybe if I take some time to just do what I got to do, whatever that is. And Alex, you know, the two of us are going to work on things. Um, maybe then I'll, it'll all come to me and it all makes sense again. But it's not like it once was. Like even the show for me is not like it once was. You know, I still, I still enjoy it, but I, I, it's not, it's not as fulfilling as it once was. And I feel like I, I kind of BS my way through a bunch of shows in in a way because I don't really have a whole lot to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, and this this is the epitome of talk radio right now. Like we are literally just ram randomly talking about this topic because it's it's reality. It's the truth. You know, and we want to share what we're what what our plans are and stuff with you guys. We we want to keep you guys in the loop so that you don't think that oh, there's Chuck and Alex are gone now. No more kayak fishing radio. It's not going to be like that. It's, uh, we just we just need to, like I said, we need to get uh, our minds wrapped around whatever it is that we have to do, so that we can. Uh, hang on one second. So that we can um, leave the number seven one four eight one six forty seven twenty seven. Seven one four eight one six forty seven twenty seven. I'm sorry, buddy. I just saw your message. Um, guests there in the chat room. Feel free to, to talk, man. Feel free to ask us questions and stuff. If you uh, if you have questions you'd like to ask or whatever, I'm not going to be Mr. Debbie Downer the whole entire time. So there's that. Area code eight five zero. Welcome to Kayak Fishing Radio. Who's this? Hey, uh, this is Lee in Tallahassee. What's up, Lee? Hey, man, just check out your show, man. You know, Kayak Fishing Radio has been a great support for our sport, and I hope it continues, you know. I know it can be a downer, and, you know, there's a lot of things going on right now, but we need to continue to support, you know, our people and our future generations that are going to be out there paddling kayaks. Yeah, I mean we're not we're not going nowhere, man. It's just a matter of uh, you got to turn down that background noise. Uh, Don, there hang you. on. Yeah, trying cool. to <laughs> that thing over there. That's all right. So, anyway, anyhow, uh, no, we're not we're not we're not shutting the show down, man. We're not going to do that. Um, I'll be honest with you. At like noon today, that was my plan. Um, that background is killing me. Hang on, I'm just gonna mute you for a second. All right. Uh, yeah, like at noon today, that was my plan. Like, honest to God, 
and I went. I was at work, went to lunch, uh, sat underneath a shady tree, and just did a lot of thinking. And um, spoke with Alex, and he's always a voice of reason in, in certain situations. And you know, it is what it is. We're going to carry it on. We're going to keep on moving, but we'll. put out a second rate product anymore and and not that I feel like it's always been that way or that lately it's been that way it's just that I know we can do better and uh, one of the things immediately that we're gonna we're gonna start doing is is giving you guys um, some sort of a video content to watch maybe not exactly our faces while we do the show because I mean God, you don't want you, nobody wants that. <laughs> but um, you know, we're figuring it out. That's all. All right, that's good enough for that. Uh, so, I better go back to Lee. Chuck, there's Lee. Hey Chuck. The, yeah. Hey, the one thing not not ever to forget is, even though in the day of YouTube, there's people who are into self promotion, the Mosquito Lagoon. And the Indian River and Banana River are in dire straits. And there's a lot of work that has to be done for a long time to get those back, get them back to even close to what they used to be. And the one thing the radio show does that YouTube does not do is the radio show has been a platform for Alex and you to be advocates for those things that other people are not being advocates advocates for on YouTube because they're too busy promoting themselves. So maybe one thought about where where does a show need to go is uh, is the show is the time to be an advocate for that area where you all live and that you and Alex love because I mean we already see, saw Alex shut down the rail line going in right? So, I mean, maybe that's a venue that needs to continue because if you all don't do it, then who's going to do it? Well, that's not going to stop for sure. And I think that um, that'll always be a part of what we do uh, with KFR is because we don't have a choice, really. I mean, we just kind of have to. (laughs) It's in our our DNA. You know what I mean? It's in our DNA to – to stand up and fight for our, our area, even when there's tons of anglers that fish on a daily basis that for whatever reason, they just haven't decided they want to admit to themselves of what we, what we're dealing with. But, you know, I, I think we could also be a uh, warning beacon to anybody that enjoys an estuary type situation, shorelines, uh, shoreline fishing, kayak fishing, boat fishing, whatever, because uh, we're we're going through locally. We're going through what I hope and pray would never happen to anybody else's waterways. And it didn't happen overnight, and it's not going to get changed overnight. But Alex, I know you're dying to say something. What's up, buddy? What? Yeah, I'm just I just want to put it out there that you know, I mean, this what what we're talking about here and what we're looking at is is taking a, a, just a, a little bit, just a short while to reorg, get ourselves situated, get ourselves right. And, you know, 
that I personally be, you know, a, a good situation uh, for us to look at is the fact that we don't just have Monday night or Tuesday night or Wednesday night. We have Monday through Thursday, I believe, right? Or even Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. Which, yeah, we we can have from 8, eight to 10 o'clock at night um, content. And if we can get ourselves organized and running in the right direction and looking in the right uh, in the right periscope to the right, you know, right shoreline, then we much better, uh, a much better situation for everybody involved. And it's, it's really, honestly, it's, you know, it's, it's, and I know it's hard to kind of wrap your heads around sometimes, you know, in a general sense, even if you're involved in an industry, but um, involvement on a weekly or monthly basis for years and years and years and years and years and something, you know, is challenging. And, and I see that nowadays um, with articles that I've written for, for magazines now for, you know, almost a decade. And it's been, you know, after months everything's going to change in, and it's hard to keep fresh content and bring fresh ideas into the situation. And we both agreed more, more, you know, more than just agreed that, you know, the content and the situation has been stale and there's no need to have that kind of, kind of staleness. And we did peak there for a while. We were doing, um, you know, we were kind of expanding a little bit, had, uh, some information coming in from at least the different parts of the state. And um, and to kind of to Lee's point a bit, um, you know, both Chuck and I have been um, it's subconsciously at least, but very consciously for the, for the better part of 10 years, you know, pushing kayak fishing, pushing the safety aspect, you know, running the Space Coast Kayak Anglers page, um, for how long now? I think that page has been there for seven years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Six years. Yeah, pretty close. To that. Great. You know, I mean, there's, you know, collective group of work is something that can never stop. It's not going to stop. Um, All right. You know, Alex. For Alex, us, to contri- us to contribute in the way that that would be respectful of the forefathers of the, the, the show we're on right now, basically. You know, right. to be respectful Alex. of what's up. Yeah, Alex, yeah, I mean, you know, y'all you you fight y'all fight down there, we fight up here. It's it's a statewide pro problem. You know, we have the Apalachicola River wars up here. Our estuaries are being drained by Georgia and it's killing our fishing industry up here. It's yeah. it's 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 a statewide battle, you know. It's it's not just one area, and it's something that we all need Georgia. to get behind. Hey, be quiet, there, Georgia boy. Don't take our water. No, yeah, uh, Lee. We we know that we're very conscious of that, and and you know, with so all true. the different groups that you, with all the groups that you can see 
on social media right now. You've got Captains for Clean Waters. You've got the Indian River Lagoon uh, folks. I mean, everybody seems like every section of the state right now is under siege uh, by piss poor water management and um, and and industrial waste. You know, we have the Finn Holloway over there in Taylor County, which was at one time a great estuary. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of what I was getting at with what I was saying is is with with us taking a little time to to really focus and, and understand um, what we have here, what we what we've been able to get to, and what we've been able to accomplish, and what our personal goals are for this area and the state and in kayak fishing in its its in its continuation and, and in the years to come. You know, with, with all that kind of in our in our perspective, you know, what I've always kind of looked at and, and always wanted wanted to look at us doing was a night solely on water issues for different areas and stuff like that. You know, it's tough to do that all in one night. Yeah, and it's tough to do that. It's tough to do that in in uh it's tough to do it all in one night. And unless we have some some coherent direct and it's tough to do it at all you know and there's there's a lot of potential here we have the, we have the air time and you know yeah we, we have a tremendous we have a tremendous platform here and i agree with some redirection some reorganization that this can be an awesome place to view our voice and let other people know where we stand well, and that's the thing is is one of the one of the the it, it's a double edged sword. Chuck, you know, part of his you know his you know not issues, but part of his uh, his um, thing with especially with social media is is just everybody in itself, you know, just trying to explode yourself. And it's a double edged sword, you know. Yeah, it's a little bit out of you know out of control or whatever. However. No denying that kayak fishing is massively increasing, and it's bringing in new people to the fold. And there's no reason that those new people shouldn't be coming in um, with, instead of a lack of knowledge, an abundance of knowledge, especially about water issues and stuff like that that affect them directly. You know, it's it's that that's what. And that's what we're getting at here, and that's where, where our our uh, you know our discussions over not just today but over the past couple of days have have uh, have put us in the direction of. And and for me, I'd like to see, you know, I'd like to see it be be something more, um, if it if it can if when it can be, and um, and you know sometimes you do. You know, sometimes you shift gears and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta shift. You gotta put it in new. You gotta pull out the last gear and put it in a new one. And um, and you gotta, you know, keep pushing forward and and get to something that's not just a future, but a brighter future. Something that's better. Something that's gonna bring you somewhere. So that's kind of just where. Yeah. We're that's, gonna, so that's 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 a great point. That we need to go. We need to go forward. We need to move this product. We need to move this movement. And you know, 
we're not only up here in North Florida dealing with saltwater issues, we're dealing with freshwater issues with with freshwater treatment plants that are creating nitrogen levels in our springs that are now infiltrating our lakes and our freshwater fishing is being detrimented. Well, you know, you know uh, I, I was going to say real quick, um, you know, one of the things that's, that I'm hoping that we can do in the future with KFR is uh, really band people together and open up anglers' eyes to understand how just how very important it is for them to be not only aware, but to be involved in their local area's situation. I, I, nothing, Chuck, Chuck, not, to, not to stall your point, keep going, but it's sickening. It is sickening to actually go to one of these meetings that should be so yeah. packed that you can't walk in the place. It's sickening yeah. because you'll be lucky to three or four I, I'm right there with you, Alex. We we have this, this so-called group here in town that's a friend of our lake, and I'm the only angler that shows up. It's all developers yeah. that show up. Dude, we're, we're right there with you with what, what, with what we're dealing with down here. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> I, like, I like when we're just going to – you know what the hell it is tonight? The gloves are coming off, and we'll just we'll I'll just say my piece and sling them, brother. If anybody wants to use the excuse that they didn't know about something, they didn't know about a meeting, they didn't know about what was going on, I didn't I didn't hear about it, whatever. And you have a Facebook page or you have an Instagram page. In this day and time. There virtually is no way, if you're a part of the local groups, which means more than one local fishing group, because, listen, some people aren't, aren't associated with just one specific group. Some people are associated with many different groups. So these types of posts get posted. These types of, this type of information gets put out there, right? This is what kills me. Somebody can post about a meeting upcoming. There might be two likes, three likes, four likes, and maybe two or three comments. And the comments typically are the manatees are eating all the grass. The water's not that bad. I caught fish the other day. Some stupid nonsense. And then when it comes time to go to the meeting and you look around and you don't recognize anybody from the fishing community. Now, if you're new to the fishing community in your area, that's not a big deal because you probably don't know people by their face. I've fished here literally my basic, well, basically my entire life. I know everybody that, that is on social media that fishes here locally that's a part of the pages that I'm a part of. I can, if I saw them on the water, I wouldn't probably know their name, but I know, I know I've seen them. You know what I mean? And for me to look around in, in, any one of the dozens of meetings that I've been to and see maybe one other angler or the best one yet, this was the best one yet. FWC held, held a workshop talking about uh, the health of the lagoon and also to a possible change in, in bag limit for fish. And, and would you know that there were probably five anglers to probably 10 commercial guys 
and then the rest of the people there probably had nothing else to do with their night and saw they had cookies or whatever. Like, literally. And They had but, cookies? But wait, but wait. You put up that you're going to host a tournament on a Saturday for cash money, and you'll get more anglers to show up for that than you will to, to show up at a meeting to help to stand as a voice. And that's what people don't understand. I like cookies. Yeah, I love cookies. But shitty water conditions, okay, <laughs> shitty water conditions are everybody's problem. The entire country is having issues right now with their water. Everybody, no matter where you live, some, every piece of every body of water everywhere in this in this country is dealing with water issues. Now, granted, a lot of the water issues aren't nowhere near as bad as other countries' water issues, for goodness sakes. But we, I don't live in France. I don't live in Africa. I don't live in Australia. I live here in Central Florida. This is where my family, this is where I'm raising my family. This is where my kids go to school. This is where my boys will grow up. And so I'm concerned about what their future holds here. I'm concerned about what everybody's future holds in their own, in their own areas. But the fight I'm fighting is the fight that's right here. And when I show, and when I say the fight, I'm willing. I'm ready for a fight. I'm ready to stand up in front of whoever I have to stand up in front of, talk to whoever I need to talk to, advocate for whatever I need to advocate for. And I think that's the thing is that I'm 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 finding myself being less and less interested in the actual action of fishing, and more interested in trying to make a difference in my area, so that my children can experience maybe one day in their lifetime, what I've had an opportunity to experience. And whether or not that ever happens, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things because the fight's still the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Charles, the the fight does matter, brother, because if our children don't have a chance to experience what we've experienced, we lose. And the generations need to be forwarded. Our water quality issues are being bought and paid for by big industry, and that's sad. They don't understand – I don't think our state understands or most states understand that anglers put in more dollars person on an annual basis than any industry can do, and that's just sad. They don't understand what our tourism dollars can bring to our state – for fishing and it's it's wrong and it's all about big dollars oh we don't care dump it wherever you want to that needs to change and your radio station your heart and your fight is what we all need well we, we appreciate it man thank you very much for the kind words it's, but you know like like Alex and I we talk a lot when we fish and, and we have, we you don't always talk about conservation stuff when we're fishing. Sometimes it's a little bit lighter, lighter hearted than that, but uh, we, we're both in this thing till the end. Uh, I, I, I can't afford right, to pack with you. my family up and move us anywhere we want to. You know what I mean? I can't just pack up and move here because I love this area. 
I'm here because my children love this area. My wife grew up here. She's what generation are you, Floridian? My wife's a fourth generation Floridian, so it's like, you know, we're not, we're not we're not going nowhere, but we're not going to sit back and be quiet, and we're not going to sit back and and do nothing because there's so many that are that seem to think that that's okay. It's okay just not to just accept it for what it is. It's not going to you're not going to change it, and you know I to you know to that I I, I don't agree with it. You know, but but even but more week, so than week. that, even more so th- even more so than 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 the conservation side of things that that we're going to do more of and we're going to promote more of um, the education and the actual getting people involved in the sport, the seminars, the the talks, the you know somebody had asked uh, last show if we could if we can have a get together, a kayak fishing radio campout or something like that, and uh, you know those types of things. We need to we need to engage the uh, listening audience as well and. You know, put it out there in your minds because I've spoken about it a few times, and Alex kind of mentioned it earlier. We've got five days a week that technically there could be programs running on kayak fishing radio. I'm not opposed to, and we, we've had a few guests on already um, to, to kind of sample to see what they were about and, and, and their work, and they were great. Um, and they're, if they would be interested, that you know, their hat, their name is definitely still on the hat, but I, I would not be opposed to extending the olive branch and allowing for somebody else who may have a voice that they can spread knowledge and, and you know, substance to an audience or who may bring an audience, you know what I mean, or help to build an audience in a region where we, we might not have a, a strong listener base. Um, right, right. We we would be glad to host a camp out or a get together and bring in some some knowledgeable people on water quality issues. I've got a lot of friends that are very knowledgeable on it. Um, a lot of it is North Florida. You know, it's our springs initiative programs. We're we have a lot of nitrogen problems up here, and that's all from municipalities dumping nitrates into our waters, and that is killing our water systems up here it's it's degrading our fishing population yeah well and tallahassee is a cool spot except for the fact that you know fsu's in tallahassee but hey, hey, hey. go gators go gators yeah, but so anyway right. uh no i wouldn't be opposed to coming up there for sure and doing something like that you know and, and maybe even you know segmenting out a, a portion of time during one of the nights for you know, exactly that. You know, everybody who's having a fight, everybody who's involved in a fight, send us your information and we can spread it uh, not only on our show, but if we decide to bring on other hosts onto their shows as well. And I think right. that's the thing that most interests me, honestly, because for those of you that don't know, um, way back, I'll, I'll call it way back in the day, which obviously wasn't that long ago, uh, roughly about eight years ago, um, Chip Gibson decided that he wanted to start kayak fishing radio. And I thank him for that every single day, because if it wasn't for, for me, if it wasn't for kayak fishing radio, I never would have met the guys from yakangler.com. The original guys from yakangler.com, Adam Hayes and Mark Wananabe wouldn't have been involved in the boondoggles, um, which some, some of them I could have probably forgotten about, but 
<laughs> but uh, here, brother. Uh, or some of the antics, anyways. But anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, no crap. Um, but uh, I wouldn't have met all all the people who, honestly, I I I look at you as family. I don't look at you as somebody that I follow on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, Stan, Stan Jones and Holly. Uh, I mean, there's just so many people that I could just list all, all night long, and I don't, I'm not going to do that. But um, it's it's given me an opportunity. But see, when I first started listening to Chip, I call in and I give Chip a little bit of information about what's going on on the Space Coast, and we talk fishing, we talk fishing reports, we talk techniques. We 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 just had a good conversation every time I call. Rob Devore then started a show, and Rob Devore's show was really fun. Uh, very informational based, uh, and Rob mm-hmm. was a great host. And I would call in the Rob show all the time. And, uh, you know, one day we, uh, we decided that, um, I asked a while ago, he's gone now off in the chat room. He said, You mentioned YouTube. Are you guys trying to get into that? It, it's like, <laughs> kind of like the double edged sword. Because I don't really have time nor patience for anything that has to do with editing. I've got a I've got a great computer, thank you, uh, James, and uh, it's got it's got really good editing software on it. But I am I am worthless when it comes to editing. So it would have to be everybody wouldn't don't come looking for the uh, the movie value or whatever like that if we do that. It's going to be more uh, informational based and that kind of stuff. But anyhow, um, yeah, if it wasn't for Chip starting the show, I never would have had a podcast. Chip one day offered me uh, a spot to do the Monday night the Monday night show, and I called it the Redfish Chuck Monday Night Kickoff Show. And uh, ended up bringing on Kevin Vidal and Alan Ryland as, as guest hosts or co-hosts for a while and that was cool and then Alan and Pepe kind of wanted to move on to, to their next endeavor which obviously has become the boat, boating world um, went straight to Alex and was like dude you want to want to do this and he was yep but I had done it I had done the show two, at least two years two and a half years probably closer to three years by myself and so you know a lot of this too is the fact that I've been talking for a long time not just tonight but, you know, on all kinds of topics related to this industry. We've had a lot of great guests on the show. We want to continue that. We want to improve that. Uh, we want to start – I would like to see us be able to do um, some remote-type shows where we can have meet-and-greets or just hang out. I don't want to call it meet-and-greets. Have hangouts uh, at different locations. Maybe go down to Richard's store down at Harry Goods, maybe Flounder Creek, maybe um, – you know, somewhere up along the coast or like that. Maybe we could do a live show the next time we go up to do a seminar for Flagler County Sport Fishing Club. You know, there's there's a lot of things that 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 we can do to to help to continue to advance the message, which is that kayak fishing is a good, uh, healthy recreational sport for the whole family. And you know, one of the things that I pride myself on for sure is the fact that. I'm an open book. So if anybody has any questions at any time, doesn't matter. Some of you guys, Julio's in the chat room. He can attest to this. 
if you ever have any questions, comments, or concerns, fishing related or any uh, anything else, you know, we're we we're there for you. We want to hear from you. And you know, if you have any suggestions of things you'd like to see from Alex and I, let us know. You know, you guys are what drives this show. We're not what drives this show. It's the listeners that drive the show. Because I'll tell you right now, if I go into the into the um, user user data and I start to see a decline in numbers, I there's no point. I don't I don't want to talk to to an empty an empty room. Like nobody wants to go do a seminar and no one show up. That sucks. It's never happened to me, thank God. I think <laughs> at that moment, I'd, at that moment, I'd probably send James all of my fly fishing gear because I know Alex would never use it, and then just be done with it. All right, dead space. Bluegills, brother. Bluegills. Right. Bluegills. We're good with dead space. That's the thing. Is like with the. De- I don't mind the little dead air every now and again. It's the podcast, you know. We're not on a, we're not on FMAM radio where time is money. Time time right now literally is not money. We uh we have two hours to fill, so um but we're gonna we're gonna do a better job for those who support the show as well. And we wanna bring on we really would like to bring on some serious partners into the into the business. I mean into the show. Which is a business basically, but um so if you're listening to the show and you have a what in the world? If you're listening to the show and you have a uh, a business and you want to get involved with kayak fishing radio, then feel free to hit us up too. A shameless plug for ourselves. I don't care. Um, I, I, if nothing else, I'd love to get you on as a guest, no matter who you are. You got a product in the industry. You got a product in the fishing world. You got a product that's not necessarily fishing related, but outdoor related. We're down to talk to you. You know, I want to talk to the people that make those dehydrated food packs. That's who I want to talk to. You know, but bring bring interesting people onto the show is always a good thing. Anytime we bring a guest on the show, the numbers spike. The numbers always spike right around the time we have a good guest on the show. So we got we got to get you out on a voodoo sometime, son. Brother, I've been I've been I've been wanting to do that for a long time since I saw the damn thing. So I just you know my we'll problem is, is I don't I, yeah my problem is I just don't have a whole lot of time to go to a and and also too having worked in a in a kayak shop, I don't want to be the guy to go to an actual kayak store and be like, hey, uh, do you carry the voodoo? Can I demo it? I, Honestly, God, at this moment in time right now, this is God's honest truth. I am in I am in no position, nor do I want to be to purchase anything right now. But I want to see what it's all about, and uh, I don't want to go. And to I work. want you, I want you, I want you to try one out, man. You will fall in love with this thing. Oh my God, it's a sight fishing machine. Well, you know, I spoke with Preston about it for a while at Justin Ritchie's wedding, and uh, it was it was really eye opening to to hear Preston talk about it. And I was already somewhat impressed with the seat and uh, the stability that I've seen in a few of the videos. Um, it's just a matter of getting on one and, and playing with it and seeing what it's all about. But just like what last week we talked to James from Jackson, and uh, you know. The FD drive system is interesting to Alex and I 
and it was a cool conversation because we got we had an opportunity to ask a lot of questions uh, about right. everything Jackson. And so, you know, the doors open if uh, if you want to do it or whoever wants to represent uh, the company to, to to come on the show and talk about it or whatever. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Uh, I'm, I have to get with Blake from New Canoe because we're supposed to have him on the show. Uh, next week, the week after, I believe. And uh, oh, I got to got to tune into that. I, my flints are coming in next week, and the flints a great boat. Listen, man, it's, it's a really cool little boat. Look, all right, so Alex, I'm sorry, dude. I keep rambling, but this is this is about to be a topic <laughs> that I've been wanting to discuss for a while now, and. and Tonight's that kind of night where I just don't give a damn if I hurt someone's feelings. <laughs> so, so I don't understand, and maybe someone can help me, but I don't understand why the majority of the kayak fishing community doesn't give love and respect to the smaller manufacturers. You never see them. You never see anybody talk about the smaller manufacturers' products ever. Ever, unless they're unless they're on a pro staff, which well, I'm not even going to get into that freaking conversation. <laughs> okay. Oh, come so, on, get into it. All right. No. Uh, so there's uh, <laughs> like New Canoe is a great example, right? Blake is one of the kindest people I've ever met. Honestly, he's got kind eyes. No, I'm kidding. He's <laughs> He's just a great dude, you know what I mean? His wife, the two of them, when they first started out, and they still probably do it, traveled around the country in an RV hauling kayaks around to show to people. If you, if you called on New Canoe for a donation of any, for anything, any kind of a charitable-type situation, he would do all he could do to, make, to get something like that. I don't forget about when I put together the boondoggle and I reached out to all these different manufacturers, I don't forget about the ones that told me they couldn't do anything for me or not for me, for heroes in the water or for whatever the other causes might've been. You know what I mean? Like those types of things stick with me. Same thing goes for Thomas from Diablo. Again, one of the most genuine people I have ever met in my entire life. Thomas from Diablo. Drunk Jesus. Thomas Fleming. And Megan, they're Thomas, awesome. Of course. And and but you you never see anybody when someone asks for recommendations for a kayak under fifteen hundred bucks or under two thousand dollars, you never see those companies' names hardly at all. And it drives me crazy because there's so many fanboys in this industry that it literally has, has taken it. And, and took it from what it was when we all started in it, which was everybody just wants to see the community grow. To now it's, man, I get a grow sweet me. discount on this. I get this sweet it's discount not- on this boat, and I can't talk about that manufacturer. Listen, there has never been a manufacturer that I paddled for, pedaled for, whatever, that while I was with that brand, if somebody asked me straight up what my opinion was of the boat, I would tell them the honest answer, of course. 
But if they asked me my honest opinion of anybody else's kayak, I would give them the honest answer, my honest answer, not the bro staff answer. I would give them the real deal answer. Like the other day, somebody asked on one of the pages, this one tripped me out. Alex, you'll get a kick out of this. Somebody asked me the other day and said, not me, sorry. Somebody asked somebody else the other day on one of the pages, what's the best uh, what's the best kayak for offshore fishing? And do you know that the most consistent answer was the Pro Angler 14? Until you bring it wait back to the beach. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Really? Out of all the kayaks in the, on the market, the, one of the heaviest, one of the heaviest boats and one of the hardest boats to paddle, paddle, not pedal, but paddle, is your choice? Is everyone's choice? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just one of those things. It's one of those things that irks me. It's one of those things that's bothered me for a long time about, about the way that this – listen, Alex and I, the same, James, the same, probably yourself as well, have been around fishing long enough to where we, there was a time, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, there was a time when there wasn't, where, where kayak fishing wasn't the cool thing to do. And uh, during that time, we were boat anglers. And you never, ever, ever saw people bicker and whine and complain and gripe and throw crazy insults at each other as you do in the kayak world. And it tie, that, that statement ties into this entire show and exactly why I want to take a little bit of a break because I just, I can't even deal with it anymore. Like it's just, it's too much for me to, to try and, I, it, most of the people that I'm friends with on social media are kayak anglers, obviously. And I can't scroll through a, a news feed without seeing somebody on somebody's case about something, somebody laughing about somebody's this, or you did this, or why did you go out and buy a, a Walmart kayak when you had $179 to spend? Well, you idiot, that's all that man could afford. Like, those he types got of start, he got he, he got started, brother, and that's where we all started. And I see this all the time, other brands bashing Startup companies, bashing startup companies that started in the same place they did with the same boat to raise capital well, to see, create and, and their own the design. Here's the thing that is interesting is that and – and I'm anxiously waiting to see what the powers that be in the kayak world, i.e. the presidents, the CEOs, the managers, the production managers, the marketing directors – I'm waiting to see what they do about the guys that never shut their mouth. Because nothing. there's tons of them. Well, well, they will do you, they will do nothing, nothing because it's just getting them promotion. No, no it's but it's not. It's negative. It's an it's negative promotion. It's not and I know I know the I know the saying is any promotion's good promotion and that's horseshit. Not in the world of not in the world of $3,000 kayaks it's not. Back when kayaks cost nine hundred bucks, twelve hundred bucks, fifteen hundred bucks for like the most decked out model that was available before the craze of everybody 
charging, you know, 2000 3000 4000 $7,000 for a piece of plastic. Um, I think, I think back then it, 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 it mattered. It mattered what your people said. Dude, when I first started, my very first offer to fish for a manufacturer was from uh, Native, and but it was for the Heritage line, and uh, there there was a, a a small issue that I had with somebody who was fairly important with the company. I don't believe they're there any longer, and. Uh, it was about information that he was trying to give me about my local retailer at the time. And the information he was, he was talking trash is what he was doing. And the information that he was giving me was none of my business. What he was telling me was none of my business. And I couldn't very well help to promote the man's line of kayaks. If, within the first 25 minutes of my first ever conversation with him, he's telling me these, these horrible things about the guy who I, I go to see. But back then it changed people's minds. When stuff like that would happen, you wouldn't buy their, you wouldn't buy their brand. And back then it meant something. It meant something pretty, pretty, pretty significant because it was in the beginning when they needed people like me and, and like Alex who were out there, who were vocal, who were trying to push this sport. And so, yeah, it, it mattered then. And it would matter now, too, if people wouldn't sit back and, and not say anything. It's, it's, it's modern-day high school bullying is all it is. It's modern-day high school bullying. There's people that, in the industry that just want to be in someone else's face. They want to run their mouth. And it makes them feel good. It makes them feel like they've accomplished something for the day. When in reality, it's, it's, and I it's, can attest it's a, to this, it's an ego. It's an egocentric thing. And what I pride my shop on is there's nothing inside my store more than eleven hundred dollars, and it will do everything you want it to do. And I don't carry any. I carry New Canoe, which is a major brand. And the yeah. Flint was going to be my my boat, but other thing is, is, it's all small companies. It's all startup businesses that some of these companies all started in the same place. They started with the same boats that they bought offline, build capital to create their own product. You've got to start somewhere. We don't all yeah. have a hundred thousand dollars to get started. Well, in in reality, there's in reality for there's there's there literally right now there literally is a kayak for everybody. There literally right now is a kayak for everybody. Most people don't know that the boat they're sitting in probably isn't even the right boat for them. They just think it is because everybody else has one, so it's got it's got to be the best one. When in reality, they may be more well, comfortable in something completely different. I've been there. If there was one perfect kayak, we would all be paddling it. Yeah. But, you know, it, and there's I not. Just, I, I, I feel like, I feel like in the last, and this is like one of those random conversations. We started off being all serious about the shot, and now I'm like putting down fanboys. Um, but I, I feel like the, 
one of the biggest problems with what what we now call the kayak fishing community or the industry is everybody is trying to get somewhere. Well, no, that's not true. Everybody who likes to make other people feel horrible about whatever it is they're in is trying to make a name for themselves. And they, you know, and they try to do it in such a way to where you sit back and you look at them like, how are you, how does anybody want to work with you? Like, I wouldn't want to work with you. I wouldn't want to work with these people that, that run their mouth all the time and, and don't lend any constructive help at all to anybody. They just, they're all about them. And if it doesn't suit their needs and their, their desires or whatever, then it is what it is. But, you know, this, this platform, Kai Fishing Radio, is I, I, I want to try and recreate the kayak fishing community that we had around the, around the first few boondoggles we did. Those of you that were around then know what I'm talking about. And even if I can't convert the majority of people into thinking of the same way that we used to think, which was we're all one big giant happy family sitting in stupid plastic boats. Let's just embrace it, have fun with it, and not take it too seriously. If we could even get just a small percentage of the people on social media to feel that way, then things would be a heck of a lot better. Um, that, but there's that, always, that's there's, a very true statement. Our, our very first few boondoggles were all original kayak anglers, we'll say, um, not really a new sport, but it's been around for a while. But at that point, when we started boondoggles, it started growing. And then at that point, these wannabes, we'll say, showed up. And at that point, the company started feeding on them. And most of these people have no idea what they're talking about. I've been doing this for two years. I've been doing this for three years. I've been doing this for 30 years. There's a big difference in what we know and what we do and how we support this sport. It's gotten really bad, brother. Yeah, I know. But but I think that at the end of the day, what's important is that we, we, we have the opportunity to reach out and talk to the new kayak angler. We have an opportunity to reach out and, and, uh, talk to the guy who just who literally just started fishing. Not forget about kayak fishing, but just fishing in general. And and they're looking for their way. They're trying to find their way. They're trying to get that information that they, that they that they want. Um. And uh, you know, I just I I just think that that's that's the direction that I want to go in. Is that I. I don't want to do this, what I'm doing right now. I don't want to do the whole uh, grumpy McGrumpersons. I, I'm acting like I'm 60 years old complaining about kids walking on my grass. Like, I don't want to be that guy about the industry. I want to be, I want to be the guy who I've been, which is supportive and wants to see everybody have a good time, you know. And I think that through 
the things that Alex and I are, are, are going to talk about doing and, and we, will, we will implement into the structure of Kayak Fishing Radio, I think that that will, that will happen. Does that make sense, Alex? Uh, there, he yeah, Alex. Alex. there he is. No, uh, he just he, no. He, he mutes himself. He mutes himself. That's good. I you can't you can't be a fire engine. <laughs> you could wanna be a fire engine all you want. And if you ever do decide to transform into a fire engine, please call us because we will put that on YouTube and it will go viral. We will appreciate you for it. <laughs> I don't Chuck know. Alex, I want you to know, guys, guys um, myself and my company, we're all behind you. I mean, we can help you. Just let us know. We're always supporters, brother. This is, this is our Pre- business. Appreciate it, brother. Life. Same same thing here, man. Okay. Anything, anytime you want to come on and and give us a report from your area, talk about something you got going on at the shop, whatever you got going on, man. Feel free. Uh, go ahead and give yourself a plug real quick, and uh, you know we'll, we'll let you we'll let you slide if you're ready to go. Well, you know, I'm just a <clears throat> I'm just a lowly kayak owner here, kayak shop owner, um, Kayakers in Tallahassee, Florida, and uh, you guys want to come see us? Come by. Uh, if you ever got any questions, I am an open book and glad to help anybody. And uh, we're out of here. There you go. Have a good night, guys. Pre- appreciate it, buddy. Take it easy, man. Yep. So there you go. I don't know. I just, I, I just, I know there's a, a large contingency of our listeners that that probably feel the same way as we do and would like to see more. And you know, it's not it's not an easy thing to reach out to the hosts of a of a podcast or a program of any kind and be crit- critical or criticize their work. But listen, the only way we're going to do better is if you give us suggestions of what you want. You know, if you if less rambling and more specifics on tackle and technique and all that kind of stuff, that's cool. Or would you rather have uh, most of that kind of thing done in form of a video that could be shared and uh, you know, post it up so you guys can see it and go back to it for, you know, for clues, whether it's not tying or rigging or whatever, um, those types of things. That's, that's cool too. Um, whatever, whatever you guys want, man, we're, we're at your disposal basically. But just again, for those of you just joining us, uh, if you don't go back and listen to the beginning of the podcast, we are not stopping kayak fishing radio. We are just going to take a short break from kayak fishing radio and however, while we take said short break, we will be playing some of our reruns of our older shows. So uh, if, you, if you have a routine of listening to the podcast on Wednesdays at work or whatever, there's a lot of folks that do that, um, don't, you know, fear not. If you're, if you're relatively new to listening to us, then uh, you'll hear some, some gems. I'll, put up, I'll try and put up some of the older, older stuff. And then... Uh, which is probably going to sound exactly the same as it does right now. Like if I went back and I grabbed a show from five years ago from February, it'll probably be pretty. No, it won't actually. The water was better. 
Yeah, scratch that. Anyway, it'll be entertaining to say the least. Alex, I've done a lot of talking, man. You wanna you wanna talk a little bit? <laughs> well, you know, I think we've said a lot already. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's definitely uh, like I said, it's good to to take a step and get yourself organized and go forward in the right directions. That's where we're at. I'm there looking forward to listening to the. Uh, I'm looking forward to listening to some of the old, 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 old shows. We need to pull some old, 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 old shows up. <laughs> I was thinking about that, man. I haven't. Does the archive? Archive has all the old shows, right? I don't know how far back it goes because you got to remember that Blog Talk Radio did a did a update uh, some time back, oh, and yeah. with. And with that update, we we actually lost numbers, um, our listener base numbers, which kind of sucks because you know you need those things to go forward and in, in trying to get some advertising and stuff like that taken care of. But studios, <laughs> yeah. See, like in here, it tells us that our all-time listeners is. 431,593 but I know that that number is well over a million because again they had uh, they had updated the whole system about three years ago and when they did that they lost everything or they didn't lose it they just they wiped it out pretty sure that's pretty much what happened uh, let's see today's best podcast popular networks yeah I can go back pretty nah not super far I got some gems I can I can use. Um, dude, those early days were a riot. The early days were, were a lot of fun. Hey, look at that. We've got a new, uh, got a new country tuning in. Peru. <laughs> somebody in Peru listened to us, at least somebody. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You got to check out that map, Alex. It's actually pretty impressive. Um, I went to Peru once. Yeah. You did? Uh, I did. Oh. Never been to Peru. Anyway, I've never been to Peru either. Somebody in Dominican Republic listened to us too. Costa Rica, Panama. I'm sure that there's oh. some good stuff going on there. <clears throat> yeah, we'll figure. We'll, yeah, good wholesome activities. We'll figure some stuff out, man. We'll get some some good stuff up there for you guys to hear. But uh, in the meantime, like I said, just feel free to get a hold of Alex or I and, and let us know what you want to hear going forward. We'll kind of show you'd like to listen to what kind of podcast you like to hear. Even, even so far as telling us like Chuck, honestly, two hours is way too long. We, we, we all know that two hours is way too long. It's just that, you know, I, I get so much going on in my head that I, uh, I just ramble, and I need I need not to do that. So, yeah, cool. All right, that's that. James, you got anything else to add, sir? Did he drop out? Mute, muted. No, I'm muted. I don't think so. 
So to summarize, we're all concerned about water quality. Alabama's stealing all of Florida's water. They don't even have water restrictions. You all are going to take a break and reorganize. And uh, Captain Alex didn't tell us if the manta rays are back with Cobia because I saw that Tammy Wilson posted something about manta rays. So manta rays back and are the Cobia in. I need a Cobia on fly. We all need a Cobia on fly. Not only did the manta rays and the Cobia show up, but so did the wind. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The wind definitely showed up last night, like 20 mile an hour stiff. March is, March is windy. March. March has always been windy, so I don't know. It's, um, it's actually technically still a tiny bit early, but I guess it's about the right time. So, yeah, they're, they, they showed up. They're definitely around. Hmm. They, they is here. Uh-oh. I can hear the wheels turning. Unfortunately, I can only... Unfortunately, there's only so many hours in a day for me to work on this boat, and I can only go so fast. So... You and your rules. It's coming. It's coming. I don't know if you saw my paint booth. My paint booth, uh... Facebook. I did. But... The best part about building that paint booth was taking it down <laughs> because I was done painting everything. <laughs> so, getting super close, but I'm not quite there. So, but yeah, the company of if we get a couple weather windows before they before they get north of us, then we'll have a good one. But when do when do they usually go north? Well. Now, <laughs> oh. I don't know. There seems to be a group that's passing through, uh, a group of rays and cobia with them, um, that seem to be, you know, right along what our traditional would, uh, what we would consider to be the run, um, and uh, or at least the beginnings of it. So, there's fish on. Uh, a lot of those fish that they're getting out there, uh, uh, like you saw Tammy Wilson got, and I mean a lot of those fish are coming um, coming off of the reefs and wrecks. So there's there's just a lot of fish around. So it's it's the time for them. Whether or not we can get that weather window, that's a different story. There you go. There you go. I'd like to see the Cobia fly this year. That would be fun. Yeah, that'd be good. The problem is, is nowadays it's, you know, at least back in the day you could pull up and spend some time on a ray and actually get a fly rod and get some shots. Nowadays, if you were up on a ray messing around with a fly rod, you, you, it would look like uh, the Spanish Armada running you down. Sad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you'd literally so, <laughs> be pretty funny. Not funny, but funny. Not funny, haha, but funny like, give me a break. Yeah. 
All right. Well, there's that. Yeah. Any other species? Any other species you're you're requesting, sir? No, that's, that's the only one that popped in mind when I saw Tammy's post because I have not had a cobia on the fly. But my next two weekends are booked. This weekend I have to clean out the old RV, and next weekend we're picking up the new fifth wheel. Nice. Yep. You saw the you saw the new used truck to pull said wheel. I don't think I have. You didn't see the post. I think my wife posted it on my timeline. We got a 2014 Dually F350 for a 6.7 hmm. diesel. So if you need a house pulled down, let me know. Sweet. Cool. And uh, there you have it. So we will be back. We don't really have a timeline per se. But uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. I don't know what a couple of weeks means. Could be a couple. Could be a few more. We'll be back at some point. We'll just follow us on on Facebook and uh, on the Kayak Fishing Radio Facebook page and uh, our personal pages if you'd like. And um, we'll we'll be posting and keeping people updated with what's going on. Sound good? Yes, sir. There you go. All right, folks. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. We will uh, speak to you again at another time. Have a great week. Take kid fishing. They are the future of our sport. And uh, thank you guys so much for your support. We definitely appreciate it. God bless. See you.